Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson, and if you're a recruiter, out on your own, or just lacking guidance or mentorship, then you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the advice, and the strategies you need to be the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, and let's take your desk to another level. Now, today, I want to talk to you about the pros and the cons of going out on your own as a recruiter. Every recruiter has thought about it. I could do this on my own. Why am I paying this schmuck all my comms? We've all done it. We've all done it. I've done it. I've gone out on my own. So I know I think I'll talk about what's good and bad about it. I think it is super easy to picture your life as a recruiter on your own um, because people go, this is what I do in my current job. I'm working for this big company. I'm doing all the business development. These are my clients. I'm making these placements. I'm building... 500, 600 grand, why do I need anyone else? I could do this for myself, right? But I think it's, and I think it's super easy to, to kind of picture it that way. I think where people fall short is knowing what the reality is and what, what actually goes on because I didn't know. I p- took the plunge and I very quickly, it was a baptism by fire, right? So, but look, in terms of the pros, like we, we know that the things that go through your mind when you're considering going out on your own are, well, I'm going to get to keep the whole commission, absolutely, you're in charge. Yeah, you are. Um, you know, what's? I'll get more freedom. I can start when I want, finish when I want. It's on my clock. I'm working for myself. Absolutely. Um, get to set your own agenda, your working hours, etc. Um, and then obviously then there's the potential to scale it, right? So all this stuff sounds great. And in a perfect world, yes, that is amazing, right? Um, but, you know, it needs to be balanced um, with, with maybe some what might be perceived as negatives or cons Maybe not. I mean, the reality here, I'm not, I'll encourage anyone to do it, but you need to know yourself and to know whether you've got the attributes to handle the other side of it. Um, so for me, I wanted to, yeah, maybe eight eight things here that just need to be considered. Let's not even call I think I think negatives or cons is, is too negative. Um, let's just call them considerations. The considerations that maybe you haven't thought of when you're going out on your own. So for me, okay, one, uh, yes, you might earn the entire commission but you but you really got to remember that you are paying for every single overhead that your business incurs and there are a lot i didn't even list them here but there are there are a lot that you don't even realize when it, you know if you got insu- like you got insurances you've got power bills uh, internet bills phone bills you got to buy yourself a, a laptop that actually works that can function um, you know when your airpods die you got to buy more like little things, but they, they do add up. Are you going to have a workspace? Are you going to work from home? Are you going to have a little office? Are you going to get a little serviced office? What are you going to do? They're, these are costs that they start adding up, not to mention the utilities for actually recruiting. So LinkedIn recruiter, most people need that. Um, it's not cheap on your own. Um, what's your CRM, bullhorn, job out, whatever. Can't work out of a spreadsheet. I'm sorry. You think you can? You can't. Um, all that stuff adds up. So every single overhead you do pay for. And if you're on your own, it is at full freight. And those full freight costs aren't very generous. <laughs> um, the, other, the other one to consider is loneliness. And it might sound silly and you might think, oh, pfft, whatever. I went out on my own and I was very quickly lonely. You don't realize what having people around you um, does for your energy. We're in sales, right? There's a buzz. There's an energy. There's a vibe. There's hearing things. There's a community. There's, hey, we're going out to lunch or whatever. I think a lot of people downplay, I was going to say discount, but downplay um, how vital that is to their own energy levels throughout the day. 
we all know it can be very irritating working with people all the time because they just distract you. But just just think about the sort of person you are. If you're an extrovert, where do you get your energy from? Seeing people, being with people. You're in the right business. You're in, you're in recruitment, obviously. But um, really you need to understand how you're going to manage that side of things. Um, three, and this is I, I remember saying this to a nauseam when I started, was I did not come out on my own to become an accountant. <laughs> you'll become an accountant, Okay. Um, I outsourced, but I still had to become an accountant. You've got to get your head around taxes, BAS, payroll, your GST, you know, ev- everything that goes in and out of that bank account needs to be accounted for. You're going to have either zero or some sort of accounting software. Like there's a lot of time that gets eaten up in accounts. And if you don't do it right, it bites in the butt, right? So you want to be on top of that and doing it. Um, whether that's contingent full-time placements or uh, you've got a temp or a contract desk, um, which is even worse, by the way. Um, in terms of being on top of things. So really know that there's going to be a chunk of time carved out for accounts, okay? Whether you like it or not, you are going to become an accountant and somewhat of a lawyer uh, when you're putting your term stocks together. Um, the fourth thing is marketing. Who's doing your marketing and what does that look like? It, you know, we all go, oh, I have a website, I'm a LinkedIn, cool, we'll get rocking rolling. But we all know the world's changing. Like you've, you've got to be marketing, you've got to be pushing your content out, you've got to be doing your posts, your socials, things like that. Think about what your company's currently doing. It might be doing it well, might be doing it terribly, but they're doing something, okay? So you're going to make that decision of are you going to be doing something? Are you going to be doing it well or are you going to be nothing? What is your stance on marketing and socials beyond just putting ads up for jobs or doing LinkedIn or whatever? Um, again, if this is a reflex thing for you currently, that's not an issue for you. It's just a consideration. Um, the fifth one that maybe you haven't thought about is who are you going to confide in? What happens when that deal falls over and your world crumbles? It's not just a fall away anymore. It's not just a deal that's fallen over and you still get your wage. It's a deal that's fallen over and you are relying on it. You know, you think there's tears when you lose a deal, when you're working a job for someone else. Think about the tears when those deals fall over and that's, that is literally your income and your livelihood. Who are you going to confide in? Because if you're on your own, you need someone. You need to have a friend, a colleague, an ex-colleague, uh, an advisor, a mentor, um, I don't know, a parent, someone. You just need to know who, who are you going to confide in. Uh, the best one to confide in, You need to have, it's good to have a couple, um, but just know what they're good to confide in with. So maybe like my mum, for example, is an accountant. I confided in her and said, what do I do here? So she's been a great deal of help in that regard. But what happens if you've got deal problems? Who are you going to call to say, oh, this one's stuck. They've said this to the client or they're thinking this or the timeframes of that or who's going to help you with the deals? I think, again, um, really need to consider um, how much you rely on others around you to get your deals across the line because a lot of people think they do 100% of the deal making and I can guarantee you, never the case. I would say that 20% of your deals are because someone else has helped you push it in a particular way uh, or direction um, and just don't discount that. Um, The other one is how good are you at self-leadership? How good are you at self-motivation? These are things you can learn. These are things that you can train yourself to do. And I think initially you're excited, you're you're building a business and um, you're building a desk and, and, and pumping. But when you have those down days, like, how good are you picking yourself back up? Have you got the right systems in place and the right habits in place to make sure that you are up at the levels of energy that you require to perform day in, day out? We all know when you feel flat sometimes, you walk into a thriving office, it doesn't take long to kind of catch up and get up to speed. Um, it's obviously easy to hide as well, but it's it's quite catching when someone's doing well. Oh, I want to do well. Like it's, yeah. So self-leadership, self-motivation, 
are another thing that if you're on your own, um, it can be tough. I'm I'm okay with it, but I know a lot of people who have said I'm on my own, and I just get I find it hard to get motivated. It's a real thing. Um, you also need to know another one is uh, business development, one hundred percent on you, one hundred percent on you. Who else is going to bring the work in the door? Not one person. There's no colleague next door who's got an idea or or a client who has a need that you can service. There's no contracts, there's no panels arrangements, there's no clients that exist. Like it's you, right? So if you're comfortable with business development or you know your market or you do have clients, great. Um, but just know that like business development, it's on you. And when you don't have a brand behind you, it's daunting. It is daunting because you are literally selling yourself and it's so easy and everyone is so quick to self-doubt. So quick, right? So just be super aware that that creating business and drumming up business when you're on your own it's probably harder than you realize, um, but absolutely not impossible. We've, countless people have done it. Many, many people have done it. You could be no different. Just be aware of it. Um, and I think the last one that kind of is is all of that put together is if you take the billings that you're currently making working for a big company, let's just say you're making 500, picking a number out of air. Let's just say you're making 500 with your current company. The largest mistake people make is thinking, oh, well, I can make 500 on my own. Think about all those things I just listed, right? All of that equates to time eaten into the time you have on your desk. Right now, your sole job is to bill. It's to, it's to hit those phones, talk to your clients, talk to your candidates. That's it. When you make a placement, you put it in your CRM. That's it. The money lands in your bank as commission calculated move on to the next thing. When you're on your own and you're paying for overheads, you're you're looking for people to help you with your deals, you've you know, you're doing your accounts, now you've got to do your marketing for your entire company and not just your LinkedIn, but your entire company and your profile. Um, you know, you're doing a lot of BD call. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of air. There's a lot of time that's now being eaten up that at at the moment is not being eaten up. So to think that you're gonna take 500k worth of billings in your current situation working for a big company and you're going to actually just make 500 on your own, it's it's harder. You've got less time to do it in. You have literally probably 60% of the time to do it in. So keep that into your factoring and your figures as well. Again, consideration. I want you to go out on your own. If you can do it, great. Go for it. But it's not for everyone. There's a lot you have to consider. And I just really wanted this episode to be around um, – beyond the excitement and the hype of going out on your own, what is some of the realities? And these are some of the things, you're not, like, it's not readily out there. It's all logical stuff, right? I haven't, I, again, all my episodes aren't reinventing the wheel. They're not, they're not telling you stuff that's not already out there, but it's very clear and concise because um, it's applicable to you and the recruitment market. I've done it. I've gone out my own. I know what's good. I know what's bad. Um, and I just, yeah, if this helps someone, fantastic. So that's what we have for you today. Uh, the pros and cons of going out on your own. If you've got any value out of today's episode, please like it, subscribe, uh, rate it, give it a five star. We don't want four stars. Give it a five star or no star. Um, you can subscribe to the um, the mailing list. There's some great we, – we put out fodder from the um, uh, from the episodes for anything that has, has supplementary material. So it might not be some today. I might – you know, I can put this stuff out. I'll put this stuff out today. Um, just so you've got the material there. Uh, it's, it's hello at thelonerecruiter.com. Um, and as always, have an amazing day. 
And may all your deals come true.